Good evening, good evening, good evening, my brothers and sisters, and good to see each and every one of you. I'm praying and hoping that you are having just a wonderful Monday. Monday. This is another episode of Straight to the Point Podcast. I'm your host, John Lockett, and I am grateful for to be here, and I'm, I'm, I'm excited about today's uh, episode. We're talking about battling bitterness, battling bitterness. I have a question for you. Have you ever, have you become bitter toward others due to circumstances that are completely out of your control? Have you experienced or become bitter, saddened, uh, hurt, or um, uh, just all around bitter because of the circumstances that has affected your life that you had no control of? Well, if you have, please tune in, listen. Um, we're going to talk about how to win this battle with bitterness, how to win this battle with bitterness. And if you don't mind, go ahead and message someone, message a friend, message a family member, tell someone that Pastor Lockett is on live and we are um, in person. Amen. Don't have a guest in the studio this morning with me or in the office with me this morning or this evening, but uh, we do have uh, a great show lined up for you. Listen, before we get into our subject matter, let me tell you, um, we do not have a bell ringer or... um, uh, or a nail biter today. Nail biter, you know, the nail biter is that subject that that just hot on the press that we can talk about. That's in the news. That's in the community. Um, didn't pick anything to just talk about today. I would love to have a have um, a nail biter. So listen, guys, if you have a nail biter, if you have something that you would say, man, Pastor Lockett, what's your opinion or what's your thoughts on this? Please message me. Please message me and let me know what it is. My um, my email address is on the screen, straight to the point at gmail.com. You can send me your, your you can email me and say, Pastor Lockett, man, I've been thinking about this. I've been hearing this. Give me your opinion on it. Um, and then the bell ringer, the bell ringer is the subject that you are dealing with, that thing that you are having, that you are you're facing that you just really need some guidance on some understanding on and i would love to be able to impart some wisdom some knowledge or some guidance um to you on that if i can uh also before we get started i do need to tell you about my son in the ministry his podcast and ask you man to tune in it is called omnipotent podcast hosted by my 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 friend Rodney O'Farrelly on Sunday nights at 6 p.m. If you ain't got nothing to do, man, or if you got something to do, stop what you're doing for a moment. Listen to him. He's got a he had a great show last week and um, uh, had some good information on on the show. So uh, what we're doing, man, we're trying to just impart some wisdom, some knowledge, some understanding to God's people or to people. Period, man. That anyone that will listen. Um, we're trying to just impart some wisdom and knowledge to you to help you understand how to navigate through these these times that we live in. Amen. These times that we live in. And um, just so want to encourage you to tune in each week. We're on Facebook. We're on YouTube. You can find the show on anchor, anchor.fm slash John-Lockett8. 
uh, each week as well on Anchor. Um, that's where we, we, we are. If you would love to support this podcast, this ministry, this work, man, I would love you, love for you to support it. You can go, you can find it on Anchor, uh, the support tag on Anchor FM. When I, when, when you see that on Facebook, man, you can go there and, and, um, and, and support it. I think it's on the screen now, Anchor dot fm slash john dash locket eight if you go there there's a tag where you can become a subscriber uh, and support the work that we're doing listen in order for me to really stay on and do this i'm going to need your help your support and so i do encourage you to send uh your support as often as you can you can become a monthly subscriber you can become uh you can do a one-time gift or however you choose to do it um, i would appreciate that Amen. Listen, tonight we are talking about the battle with bitterness. I am I believe, man, that there is a lot of people that's dealing with this issue of bitterness. Um that and you know, maybe maybe I have something to say. I think I do. Uh that is that will help you navigate through this thing. There's a scripture that um that comes to mind. It's in Ruth. Ruth chapter 1, I believe it's verse 19 through 21. It says there, so Naomi and Ruth went on until they came to the town of Bethlehem. When they entered Bethlehem, all the people were very excited. The women of the town said, is, that, is this really Naomi? Naomi answered the people, don't call me Naomi, call me Mara, because the Almighty has made my life very bitter. When I left, I had all I wanted, but now the Lord has brought me home with nothing. Why should you call me Naomi when the Lord has spoken against me and the Almighty has given me such, given me so much trouble? So Naomi, this story about Naomi and and Ruth. If you know this story, any you know anything about this story, Naomi. Um, uh, married and went off. You know, she went off and she married and and and. Uh, her husband died, her sons died, and in that day and time, a woman just could not survive without the nurture and without the provision, without a man. You know, it was, they couldn't work, they couldn't provide for themselves, so it was virtually impossible for them to survive without a man. And so Naomi decided to go back home. Her, her daughter, her daughter-in-law, Ruth, decided to come with her one of her both her sons died but Ruth's husband Ruth the daughter-in-law of Naomi decided to, to stay with her and so they go back to Bethlehem the town of Bethlehem and and um when they get there the women are excited to see them and and Naomi makes this powerful statement she says don't call me Naomi um but call me don't call me Naomi, call me Mara, which means bitterness or sadness. Um, Say so no, Naomi's circumstances had, had brought about some bitterness and some sadness in her life. And I'm sure somebody listening tonight, your circumstances have brought you to a place where you are bitter. You don't like people no more, no more. You don't like uh, you don't like your life anymore. You don't like God anymore. You are just bitter. <laughs> you, 
you are bitter, 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 bitter. And the fact that you are denying it, you are in denial of it, says to me that you, you're really, really, really bitter. And now, now you may be willing to admit it here on this platform or since you're sitting here and you, you, you're really by yourself and all that. So, uh, But I wish that you would just own where you are. You could say, man, I, I have become saddened to the point that I am in a in a mood to distance myself from people. That's really what bitterness is. You're saddened by your situation or you're hurt by your situation to the point where you remove yourself from people or from the things that 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 you think cause the situation. You move yourself from God, you move yourself. You got hurt in church and you felt like, man, if that was if there was really if God was real, he would not have let that happen. And therefore, you became bitter toward God, saddened toward God to where you move yourself away from him. <laughs> and now you're in a situation where you're trying to figure out, how do I battle this? How do I battle back? Because if you stop to think about it, your life has become um, so out of order. You have started to lose in so many different ways. And... Um, it's just important that you understand how you can become um, better. It's important that you understand how you can become better. And so let me try my best to help you. Let me try my best to help you. How do you become better? How do you get control of this situation to where you can live? Like I said in the statement, how can you, how can you win the battle with bitterness? And live your life, live your fulfilling life now? That's the question. How can I win this battle with bitterness and begin to live a fulfilling life now? Because the life you're living is not fulfilling. The situation you are in right now or the stuff that you begin to entertain because of the bitterness that you have toward. Somebody hurt you real bad. Maybe it was a relationship that went sour and you really was giving your all in it. And now you become bitter bitter you become sad and you become so hurt that you begin to distance yourself from people and you said ain't ain't nobody gonna ever have my heart like that again you're bitter <laughs> ain't nobody going some family let you down and you becoming so bitter where you say man i don't care about none of them so and so and so and so you distancing yourself from family you're distancing yourself from people. You're closing your heart up. You're closing your mind up. And now it's just you and those corners and those walls. It's just you and those circumstances that keep you in the dark and in denial of who you really are. So I want to talk to you tonight. Let me talk to you, brother, sister, whoever you are, and tell you, man, God have something better for you. God have something better better for you than than what you are experiencing but you have got to be this person who said you know what i'm gonna battle through this thing called bitterness and i'm gonna begin to live my most fulfilling life and here's how you do it if you stop to think about it the first thing that grabs me is um as i read this text if you're gonna really battle through you have to figure out how to stop shifting blame and seeking answers. Because the answer is probably not going to be where you find it 
in the condition that you're in. Let me say it again. In the condition you're in, you're not, you're not prepared to find the real answers. What you're going to find in this condition that you're in is just more of the same. For instance, let me give you an example. You start seeking a better, you, you get hurt in a relationship and you just run off to another without getting, your, without getting a solid uh, answer. And you, you keep finding, you ever find yourself running to the same types of people? The last guy beat you, so you ran from him and ran to another guy. And this guy is starting to show signs that he's going to beat you. The last girl uh did whatever she did, and then now you run into another one. You find her, this one, doing the same thing. You just keep running, and and that tells me that you need to stop looking for answers in those same places. Stop looking for answers in the same place. And then you got to make sure that you're not shifting blame. So seeking answers, shifting blame is not the thing to do. Seeking answers and shifting blame is not the thing to do. If you're going to battle through this bitterness, you've got to learn how to stop. <laughs> Ooh, that feel good to me. You've got to learn how to stop. Now, what do I do while I stop? That's what you're asking. And the, question, and the answer to that question is absolutely nothing. You, in your own strength and power, don't do anything. There's this thing called waiting. The old church used to call it tarrying for the Holy Spirit. Where you just pray and wait. Where you just pray and wait. Where you just pray and wait. Listen, my brother, my sister, when you learn how to stop and just wait on God, he will begin to give you direction. See, I'm, I'm learning, and I'm hoping that you are too through all this, that when you have some stuff that's not con constructive or conducive to you producing what God wants you to produce and what you know you should be producing in your, in your, in your calling, in your purpose, in your plan, then it's important that you stop. Just stop. I promise you, life is not going to pass you up if you stop the no, if you stop all activities right now. And so, um, you, 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 what do I tell people while I'm stopping? Nothing. You don't have to, you have to answer to God. You have to answer. He's the, he's the one you got to give a, give an account to. So if God know what you're doing, you don't have to answer the, answer the, that the questions is nobody else. I'm just stopping. I'm stopping. I'm, I'm stopping everything I'm doing. And what am I doing while I'm stopping? I'm waiting on God. I'm just trying to help you win the battle of bitterness. Because what you don't want to do is go into that next relationship with the baggage from this one. What you don't want to do is go into that next church with the hurt from this one. <laughs> you will become a deacon who fight against the preachers who, and who who, who nobody uh, understand if you take this baggage with you to the next church. You'll become this person who is, who's never able to hold a job if you take this baggage to the next employment. 
And so what I'm telling you is learn how to stop. And then while you're stopping, you got to be telling God, Lord, show me the next step. I'm stopping so you can show me. I'm stopping so you can show me. What am I stopping? Again, you're stopping. You, you, you're going to stop seeking answers and you're going to stop shifting blame because the shifting of blame only hurt you in the end. Let me say that one more time. Shifting blame to someone else only hurt you in the end because the because you're still holding on to the baggage. You fought them, but you're holding on to what to what happened in your heart. And so you don't want to shift blame. You want to stop shifting the blame. You want to stop seeking answers because you're not in any kind of condition to find real solutions. And so in order to find real solutions, you got to stop and then speak to God about it. You got to stop. So if so, if you will write that down in your in your in your in your mind, wherever you need to write it down. If I'm going to 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 win the battle with bitterness, if I'm going to win this battle with my sadness, with my hurt, with my pain, then I have to stop and then speak to God about it. I have to stop and speak to God about it. And listen, don't just stop and then do nothing. Because you do need to begin to speaking to God. The Bible says that you can call things that be not as though they were. The Bible says that you can speak to this mountain to it for it to move over the end and it will get up and move. It will be moved. So the, it also says the power of life and death is in the tongue, in your tongue. And so you cannot afford to just stop. My brothers and sisters, you have got to stop and then speak. Speak to God about it. Speak to God about it. What do I tell God then, Reverend? What do I say to God? Since I'm not going to say to God, ask God for answers, and since I'm not going to shift the blame and talk to God about who did it and why they did it and all that stuff, what do I speak to God? Well, I'm glad you asked. You should be speaking to God about the, the direction that you should go in now that this has happened. Let me, let me explain. Naomi got up. She lost her husband. She could, be, she could have sat there uh, where she was uh, uh, and just talked to God about how bad it is, how she don't have anything to eat and how she's going to starve to death if and how she, she just lost everything. She could have been speaking to God about all those things, but she did not do that. If you notice, Naomi spoke, when Naomi, what Naomi did was she began to speak to God. And I believe in, in, in her prayer, she started saying, God, what do you want me to do now with this? What do I do now, God? How do I take this to the next level? How do I take these set of circumstances and turn them into, into what you want it to be, God? And God will begin to give you direction. God will begin to give you clarity. He'll begin to speak to you in ways that you never dreamed. He'll, he'll begin to show you. Okay, so stop seeking answers. Stop shifting blame. Start speaking. Start speaking to God about it. And then... Um, Here's another thing. 
if I'm going to, if you're going to win the battle with bitterness, some of us, a lot of us are living pretend lives, lives, man. We, we, we have, we have, we have mastered this thing called make believe so much that we believe ourselves, the life that we, the lies that we tell ourselves. And so what you got to begin to do is stop pretending um, and start mending. You got to stop pretending, start mending. You got to stop faking it. Because, you know, we heard this statement. You've, you've heard this statement before. You got to fake it till you make it. Well, mm, I stopped believing that. Because if you fake it till you make it, when you make it, you're going to have to fake it. Let me say that again. If you fake it to until you make it, when you do make it, you're going to have to keep faking it. What I mean is, if you're not the the, the if you're not whole when you get it, you're never going to be whole after you have it. And so I encourage you to stop pretending now while you're in the, in the bitterness set stage, while you're in the downtime, while you're in the losing end. Stop pretending and become the real person and the real um, steward of this thing so that whenever you get to the platform where you are um, making it, you are a solid person who's not having to compromise your values, who's not have, having to deny your worth, where you are a solid person who's not having to give in to, uh, to, to, to foul and, and wicked systems. You know, I'm, I'm, I pay attention to a lot of rappers and people in the entertainment industry, and the, there are... In, in in the rap game, there are these there are these cats that are, um, they they are fake hardcore rappers. They they act like they are hard and 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 their 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 presentation and their uh, their performance is as if they are the hardest of the hard. But when you when you follow them, they were nerds in school. They'd never really been in gangs. They never, they just been around that stuff, but they don't, and they, to the point that they can talk about it, sav, you know, they can savvily talk about it, but they're not really, they've never really lived a hard core life. And then you got some of these other fellas <laughs> who everything they speak is what they actually live lived, living, and will continue to live. You have these guys who have made a lot of money. They are the hardcore rappers who, who live the stuff that they, that they talk about. Now, Recently, they've been a little bit more. the The, the line have been the, the distincting line have been drawn, and you can you can see a little bit more uh, in that in that area. But there are there are there. Are, what I'm trying to help you understand is that 
when you make it, you want to be this person. And I'm not, I'm not glorifying these these hardcore rappers, but I'm saying that they have been. You got some that have been true to the game. They they've been true to what they have said. Uh, they they're hardcore killers, and they've been hardcore killers all their lives, and they and they're now able to talk about it and and share it. But the question is, how do I battle? A win this battle with bitterness and live a fulfilling life. I'm telling you, you got to stop pretending and start mending. Be solid. Everywhere you go, everything you do, make sure it's solid. How do I start mending, though? How do I start mending? Well, if you look at this story that I told you about Ruth and Naomi, they went back to the place where they were established. I, I have some family member and uh, members, and um, I tell them this all the time. And and hear me, you have to chart your own course. But I just believe in being connected. And stay, no matter how far you go away, you ought to, you should never burn the bridge to home. No matter how far you travel, no matter what you do, you should never burn the bridge back home. Because as long as you have mama, daddy, sisters, and brothers at home, you have a network that that love you and care about you in ways that no one else on earth will. And I know you go home, go off and you get children and wife and husband and all this stuff. And those people care about you the same, same way. But I'm saying if you don't foolishly burn that bridge back home with mama's daddy, sister, brothers and cousin and people that's close, you can hit rock bottom out there in the world and figure out and, and decide to come home and find the love and the nurture and the care necessary to help you get reestablished. Now, now don't get me wrong. It, like I know in, in my mama's house, there's rules. <laughs> you, you know, if you go, if you, if you come back here, she would say, then you're going to come back in, in the right kind of way. And that, that, that's, that's, that's just, that's just to be understood. But this example, a good example is the prodigal son who, went out, wasted all of his living, even though he, he, he burned, he, he set the bridge to home on fire. He didn't burn it all the way down because his daddy had tremendous love for him. And so he, he set it on fire before he left, but, he, it, but it didn't burn down, if you so, so to speak. And when he got out there and wasted all of his living and came to his, excuse me, to his senses, he said, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go back to my father's house. And when he, when he got back home, his father did, his father wouldn't even let him tell him all the trouble he was in. He just said, don't worry about it. We're going to throw a party. Forget it. We're going to throw a party. And he threw a party and, and reestablished his son back to his rightful place. And so what I'm trying to help you understand, my brothers and sisters, stop pretending be real with your circumstances. Be real with your with the people around you. And you can get back. You can always, always come back home. I remember my daddy telling me this when I became a grown man and I moved out of the house. Um, you know, I I I I 
and I'm trying to establish this same relationship and, and understanding in my children. My daddy, all, growing up, my daddy always told me, this is mine, this is his, that everything was his. It didn't, didn't belong to me that I was going to have to become a man and get my own stuff and do my own thing, lead my own family, raise my own children. He, he always taught me that, and I, and I received it in my core. But, but then when I, got ready to, when I got married and ready to move off, my daddy had this long, heartfelt conversation with me. He said, son, I told you all these years that this, that these, this stuff was mine. You got it. He said, but what I want you to understand that now that you're leaving is that you can always, always come home. If, there's, if you run into something, some trouble, and it gets you to, to the point where you need to be picked up again, you can always come back to daddy's house. And that made me, man, that made me want to work even harder when I got on my own to show my daddy that I was, that I was, that I could do it, that I could do what he's shown me. Made me want to work even harder to show him that I could do what he showed me at to do as a man, and I think that's what that's what that's the way God is, man. God is saying that's the way the children of God respond to the things of God, and and so don't let bitterness continue to drive you, if you will. I want to encourage you if you do anything with this thing. You got to stop, begin speaking to God, stop pretending, and start mending your heart. How do I mend my heart? How do I get this thing back together? Oh, I just told you a whole bunch of ways. You, you got you to not, not be this person who walk around and carry in his heart or in her heart this artificial sense of self and that's the way you get a win this battle with bitterness my brothers and sisters here's a closing thought off subject i, I pray that 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 this podcast today this episode today has been a help to you i pray that it, it blesses your heart uh, here's what I need you to do. If you will do this for me, make sure that you, if you're on YouTube, that you subscribe to the channel so that you get notifications whenever we are on. If you're on Facebook, man, look for us every Monday at six, about six o'clock. Um, and then please, please, please share it when you, when you, when you see it come up, make sure you share it with everybody that you can. That, uh, that we're on, that we're live. I'm going to try to just drop nuggets to you that help you to live your very best life at this moment in time. I'm trying to help you understand tonight how to battle through bitterness. You got to stop and you got to start speaking. You got to stop. Stop all activities. Stop all that you're doing that's creating the bitterness and then start speaking to God the truth about your situation. And then... Turn off pretend, turn off pretend, because a lot of times what, what we naturally do is we naturally start to, to, to fix stuff in our minds. And the way a lot of times that we see it and have it in our mind is not truly the way it is. And so I encourage you again, make sure that you're not pretending who you are, but that you are being who you are. 
when you let the guard down, when Naomi let the guard down and went back home, she told the very truth about her situation. She said, don't call me Naomi no more. Call me Mara because I am bitter. And sometimes you have to just tell the people around you, here's the real truth about me. Here's the real story. I'm bitter. I'm hurt. I'm saddened because of this situation that I'm in and I don't know nothing about what to do with it. So let me pray with you before we leave. And I want to make sure that you stay encouraged, my brothers and sisters, to walk out of this thing called bitterness. Father, tonight we thank you for your grace and mercy, Lord. We thank you for the people that have joined this podcast today, God. I pray that you would continue to bless them to understand how to battle through this thing called bitterness. If there is anything that we have said tonight or, or, or have aired tonight on this podcast that can bless their hearts, Father, I pray that you let it saturate their hearts with blessings. We love you. We thank you. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Please share. Make sure make sure that you go to anchor.fm. Find us on anchor.fm. Support the podcast. Please become a monthly supporter. And um, make sure you tell everybody that we're on every Monday evening at 6 o'clock. Um, but maybe until we get all the glitches worked out, we, we, we will be, um, it may air a little later. Hey, man. Thank you again for joining us. Pray that you have a wonderful and blessed day.